And we're back. Here we go. Technology, my friends. Technology. <laughs> um, wow. Where were we? Oh, here's what I want to ask you. Yeah. Um, when... Okay, you've got a new album out. Mm-hmm. Are you currently performing to support it? Uh, I wish I were. I don't and have. Here we go with the COVID times. Well, that's one aspect of it. Uh, another aspect is that I'm. I don't have a manager, or I don't have any. And also, I'm. Do you need one? I don't think I will when people discover what I do. And I'm just about to be discovered, which is, I'm in my 50s now, so it's about time. It's never too late. No, but I've been discovered so many times for yeah. so many different reasons. But, but what I really want to do now is I've developed the skill of creating space, contemplative space. That's basically, if I have to kind of explain in a simple way what I do it's creating contemplative space that's what I do I see and and that's something that you can use in different settings um so when when people get an understanding that a musical performance doesn't ha necessarily have to be a stage with a musician and a, 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 a seats where an audience is placed and, and, and a musician delivering and an audience receiving yeah. that kind of dynamic. If you can get your head out of that kind of way of thinking about it, uh, it's more much more like like a, a shamanistic or healing way of, of, of seeing it yeah. is that I oops. oops we'll just let that stay there I, I, I have this knowledge that makes me um, capable of creating a certain type of space yeah and in this space you have the possibility to be introspective and, and go into your own mind and see what's see place places in your own mind that you maybe don't venture into too too many times yeah. and maybe creating safe spaces for scary places in your mind that you can finally just look into because it feels safe now yeah. because I'm carrying you in a way I'm I'm whole I'm making room saying that this is fine you can go in there and, and explore because Com no one's gonna compartmentalize it and then let it sit until you're ready to approach it yeah because i look at the mind as a, a, as a big house and we need to clean that house and we need to put things in its right place sometimes you bring something from one room and you leave it in another room and you go god where did i leave that yeah. and it's why is it here oh yeah that i remember we do that all the time and we do that in our minds as well so every now and then putting on all the white lights in our mind and just going from room to room and cleaning up and say i don't need that anymore chug yeah. that out yeah. this is supposed to be in that other room uh, when this lies here it doesn't make any sense it's got to be up here and you just systemize and clean and get the clutter out of it yeah. basically yeah 
And that's why my music now is really clutter-free. There's not too many notes. I like it's few really notes. Amazing. It's I, really amazing. I like space. I like giving that room to breathe. So you don't have to, oh, I have to be quick now. I have to have my answer snappy and ready, and it's got to be the right words, and it's got to resonate. And No, 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 just relax. What you're doing Breathe. now with your music is so outside of the traditional realm. Um, I guess. You know, it, it, well, I, think, I really think it is. <clears throat> with, with, with modern music, uh, it's almost a series of cliches. You know, from this chord, we're going to that chord to resolve that chordal sequence. Mm -hmm. um, after the verse, here comes the chorus, and then you have to have a bridge, and then you have to have a ride out. Your music is none of that. It nope. is so, as you say, it's open, it breathes, it flows. Um, it creates a total atmosphere free of expectation. Mm -hmm. You cannot expect those traditional Western musical clauses and conclusions no you know it doesn't no. have these traditional chord progressions and that's what makes it so doggone interesting wow that's cool to hear should we write that down <laughs> <laughs> no but no, it's interesting for me to hear it's, it's, because you write in what you're saying and it's it's really confirming uh, something yeah. because i mean i i'm just human i i i I'm, i think it's really nice to be confirmed well it's it's uh and to be seen for what i do and and, and your yeah, explanation and I, is, is, is I, good. I, i definitely see what you're doing i definitely feel what you're doing there is a um there is an otherness mm -hmm. to, to your music there's something extremely unique about it. like i said um on the great alkali plains is probably one of the top three most beautiful albums i've ever heard in my life wow. and then to hear what you're doing you know i was in on your youtube uh -huh. to see some things that you've done since then mm -hmm. and it is it's 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 unusual and i say that in an attractive way it's attractively unusual mm, thank you there's unusual things that are quite ugly and we want to distance ourselves but your unusualness in your music draws me in and i'm sure it does for others mm. so this thing about you getting discovered uh, i don't know how far in the future that is but i do believe it's coming in thank my humble opinion thank you uh Well, you know, I have a hunch myself that this fall is going to be... Uh, you feel I'm not, something. I, I don't want to jinx it, but, no, but, no. but I feel that something's happening because I've... I am, And it comes from me. Listen, when it comes to music or, or politics or whatever, I, or living in peace and harmony, I believe that ch change comes in from within each and every individual. Yes. It has to be that way. In order for it to be genuine, absolutely. In, in order yeah. for it to be genuine. And, and, and when I sit down, like, like yesterday, I, I got up and I felt inspired and I sat down and I recorded a little snippet and I put it out on Instagram because I could tell that now, it's, it's, um, now I can do it. Not all times uh, during a day or night is made for that but but i have the knack i know now how to recognize okay there's a moment now and then i can just drop everything i'm doing and i can just and go on and what i call just capturing that moment in time because there's a magical moment happening and i i now have the skill to capture that moment 
and that's not something that I can provoke to happening. I have to be aware. You can't force it. You have to be aware and recognize and and prepared. So that's why my recording system is real simple. It takes me 15 seconds to, to put up, which has taken me many years to get a system that works in that way. And, and the way I approach my playing also, it doesn't take spontaneous. It's spontaneous because I have my own vocabulary now that it's just me. So I kind of just comment. I let the notes be an extension and a comment of the energy that is happening right then and there right then and there that's basically literally a musical snapshot a photograph a musical photograph of the moment it's it's like like one of the videos on youtube which is called over roots rooftops with birds it's a really good example because what's really going on there is just a sunday morning quiet because everyone's sleeping and it's a bit of rain and the sound that makes and there's some birds that are playing and and being in the rain and i just felt that moment so intense intensely yeah and because i'm a guitar player and i i the guitar is kind of connected to me in that way yeah it's my way of being a part of of that moment if you see what I mean, I do. I, I, I just take my take up my finger and I pull a string. I push a string and it goes ping. Yeah. And because I'm present in the moment, that sound from the guitar becomes a part of that moment in an integrated way. I see. Yeah. And that gives me so much joy to see that it's not something I'm applying on top of the moment or right. putting into this. It's, 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 it is the moment. It is the moment. It's an organic part of whatever's going on you talk about you talk of getting of, of having a sense of joy <clears throat> when you perform these pieces is your music first and foremost for you i don't know i i, I, I guess so i i'm but, uh, very much aware of what, anything that i write anything that i perform <clears throat> my singles that you hear out there i wrote those singles for myself put them out there and now i hope other people can enjoy it that's that's been my approach since i've started finally after all these years putting out my solo stuff you can only make music for yourself i think you know yeah because uh, people ask me well what's your favorite kind of music and i'll point to my my singles that are out there that's my favorite music that's why i recorded it i'm the same way and I don't think there's any arrogance in that. No. It's just a fact. It's listen. It's just this, like the music that I'm happy with that I made, and that I've you know okay. I don't. I should have played that note instead of that note, but I didn't. So that's fine. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But I also prefer my own music, and it's not a blowing my own horn thing. It's just that I make the sound that I want to hear in the world. Exactly. Because I'm the only one who can make that sound. Because I am the wanter of the sound and i'm also the maker of the sound and i think that should be that way for every individual yes and that that is kind of both our uniqueness and also our community thing we make sounds we have that in common but john's sound is different from espen's sound yeah but but we make sound yeah that's what we do yeah and and that sound comes from within and when it comes from within 
I don't believe that there is anything um, narcissistic or anything arrogant in the statement that I make when I say that I write my music and perform my music first and foremost for myself. No, no, no. It's the feeling that I have. It's the thought. It's the sound that I have inside. And I'm just getting it out. Yeah. And because it's honest, it resonates with people. And then people can draw. That's the hope. Yeah. And then people can draw from it. And and we can get together because, oh, you sing about something that I recognize. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, wow, maybe we're the same. Which is not a maybe. It, we are the same. Yeah. But we need to learn the, that. The as music a, can reinforce that awareness. That awareness, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Because that's that's the lesson. That's the most important lesson at this moment in time is to is to see past all the 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 culture and 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 our heritage and all that stuff yeah see past that because rumi the sufi mystic says this in a most beautiful way that can be said he says Out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and right doings, there is a field. I will meet you there. Aha. Uh -huh. See? Interesting. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be this polarized no. thing. It, it, there, uh, I don't think polarization is in our nature. I think we are doing something that is quite against our nature when we yes. become so polarized we have m many more similarities than we have differences actually we are all the same and our differences are minuscule minuscule but we for some reason that's where the focus goes the focus goes on those differences and then the polarization is just expanded but do you think john that maybe it's a it's all a a process that we have to go through this yes. thing to get yes. back to, to a the point. colon the colon cleansing yeah. yes i do believe that if you will the colon of life has become so <laughs> so clogged up we have to cleanse it yeah. and i do believe that we are going through that process now yeah. how long that process will take i don't know i think it'll be pretty fast i think so i think there's something different in the air these yeah. days there is something different the process has to be gone through we're going through it it's ugly it's painful it stinks but the end result is going to be a better existence i truly believe that uh, uh, of course it will and and also I'm an optimist I, in that sense well I, they are, it's inevitable yes uh so and, and, and no one wants to you know dwell in the enema part of the process too long you know well but i, I think we can you also want to get it over with well, you know? sure but i also but, but up in all of this i believe that the world is not so it's not as bleak and 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 dark and 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 heavy as people will have it to be people i i see people especially online oh the world everything sucks Oh, things are so terrible. There's a lot of bad things and there's a lot of <laughs> sucky things, so to speak, in the world. But I don't think it's as bad as people think. I personally, I see the change that is occurring and I see us moving towards something that is better. And that gives me hope. And I would rather express that hope and share that hope than dwell on the darker parts. Mm -hmm. The darker parts are going to be there no matter what. Why can't we look at let's let's look at what's happening now. Let's 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 look towards hope and get some momentum, and we can leave those dark aspects of life 
further behind quicker. Yeah. I don't know. Is that is that too uh, is that too optimist? Is that too uh, rose rose colored and optimistic? No, and unrealistic. What why why, sh- why wouldn't you want to be optimistic? Yeah. Why would you want to dwell in something that may turns you into a nihilist or, or exactly. you know because uh, I don't want to live like that. It, I really it, don't. I I lived like like that for a short while. It was I did too for a while. Yeah, yeah. it's often a part of a, a, a station you get off on, yeah. you know, towards the on your path to Nirvana. You know, you have to step off the train and sniff around. Yeah, <laughs> you have bit. to get your feet dirty, see what it's like. You have to, and 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 um, the initial feel nihilist feeling of oh this is great now I don't have to kind of worry about anything but it's it's not your ending station because you want to you're naturally a part of the 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 or this organism that's that is the universe you're a part of it whether you want to or not yeah Embrace it then. And, and, and nihilism doesn't embrace that. It just says fuck you to everything. Yeah. And you should say fuck you to some things, but not sure. to everything. And then there's a way of saying fuck you. Yeah. That is not destructive. <laughs> that now, is not self-defeating. Now, I wanted to share a little more from the Tao Te Ching uh, and concerning what we're talking about. Of course. And, and the Tao Te Ching says, in verse 29, it says... Do you want to improve the world? I don't think it can be done. The world is sacred. It can't be improved. If you tamper with it, you'll ruin it. If you treat it like an object, you will lose it. There is a time for being ahead. There is a time for being behind. There is a time for being in motion. And there is a time for being at rest. There's a time for being vig- vigorous, a time for being exhausted, a time for being safe, and a time for being in danger. The master sees things as they are, and without trying to control them, she lets them go their own way, and resides at the center of the circle. <laughs> that's just, that's, those are beautiful words to live by, beautiful words to, to use to observe the world around us. And to me, that talks of acceptance. Acceptance. Accepting the situation for what it is. Yeah, it's it, the pain. The potential pain of a situation is always created by your own mind. Yeah. Expectations. Back to yeah. expectations. Yeah. It, it's how you choose to meet that thing that's happening to you. Yeah. And some things are initially. Potentially painful, and some things sure. are initially potentially uh, pleasurable. That that is why it's important not to chase pleasure, because there will be a backlash. Yeah. If you stay at the center of the circle, like the Tao said in this verse, doesn't mean you you don't appreciate nice things. Yeah. It just means you don't lose your head every time you see a beautiful woman or a beautiful flower <laughs> or taste a good meal. You yeah. just oh man. <laughs> you don't have to go there right. you can just go wow this was great that's kind of like when I look at Snoopy's ass <laughs> when I first saw it I was like oh my gosh look at that thing and now I'm just like yeah hmm, there, there it is 
<laughs> I don't know what that means. So. <laughs> I love her. But, uh, I, const- I constantly tease her. But I, I tease because I love her. <laughs> no, but, uh, oh, my God. I'm but, sorry. No, no, but, but, but it's all about, you know, um, like I said earlier, colors blind the eye yeah. and sounds deafen the air. If you oversteam things... Um, you will get a karmic backlash from it. I believe that absolutely. So, 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 giving. If you overesteem great men, people become powerless. Mm-hmm. If you over overesteem possessions, people begin to steal. Yeah. It's just a consequence of, of of our psychology of 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 the way we're put together, you know. Oh, he's got this thing and he's got this house and all these cars and and I don't. How come? Well, he's got money. Oh, well, how come I don't have money? Well, maybe you're stupid. Jealousy. Jealousy. Yeah, well, jealousy is born from this. Yes. But 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 it comes from first thinking well, he must have something I don't. He must be superior to me. And, and how do I get it? How do, how I, do I, I, get that? Oh, no, but you're not born into the right family. You don't have that name. You don't have that skin color. You don't have this. You don't have that. And then the the monster starts to, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. get born out of that jealousy. and Because you think that life is about all this, but it's not. You can just sit still in your couch and be blissful if you know what you are and if you know how to be in the present moment you don't need fuck all and here comes the value <laughs> and here comes the value of meditation yeah um i've never had any schooling in it i've never been instructed in it mm-hmm. But I am a believer in taking that certain amount of time every day. It could be five minutes. It could be 10, 15 minutes. It could be a half hour. It could be an entire hour before I go to sleep as I'm laying in bed. But I like to take that time. I do take that time every single day to just, uh, I don't know, a lot of people take time to go through the events of the day, to sort through it. I try to put aside mm-hmm. the events of the day, mm-hmm. uh, sort through nothing, but just get rid of that sorting process mm-hmm. and just breathe and, and feel what I feel in, in that moment. Yeah. Uh, is, that me- is that meditation in the classic sense? Maybe. I don't know what meditation means, but that's what I do every day. There's, there's, I set, a, set aside that block of time or maybe several times a day where, okay, I'm going to turn the sound off of my phone. You can meditate any time. Absolutely, any time, anywhere, however often you'd like. But I make sure I do it at least once every day. Here's how I explain meditation uh, and the way I use it, which is the, the way it works the best for me, is that, because we're talking about... Uh, getting emotional and getting, you know, angry and all yeah. these, these, uh, or getting lustful or getting, yeah. you know, uh, all these uh, evolved states of emotion that get us in trouble very often, or that's what gets us in trouble. So how is the mechanics behind that? 
so I, 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 when people ask me what's meditation I, I, I usually say okay now I, I can give this test to the people listening so all um, emotions are a byproduct of a thought so if I tell you now try to be angry right now without thinking of anything try to get get angry now but you're not allowed to think of anything right you can't do it right it's impossible it's impossible because emotions are a byproduct of thought yep so now we know that what's the mechanics well when you sit in meditation you learn this you see a thought coming flying and then when you recognize the thought, you feel your emotion and it, the emotion starts in your belly and you feel that emotion rising up through your body, up to your mind in your head, somewhere be behind your forehead someplace. Uh -huh. And the emotion connects to the thought and that happens in a split second. It happens so quickly. Now what meditation does is it gives you room to recognize that mechanic yeah. of the thought coming and the emotion locking onto the thought so when you meditate you learn how to, to make space between the emotion and the thought look at the emotion like an anchor for the thought yeah. for, to the mind so when when you, you've meditated for a while you learn to make space between the emotion and the thought and if you make that space the emotion can't lock onto the thought and the thought just goes on by mm. and the emotion goes back again into the dantian or, or the energy center in your belly. Yeah. And, and you got a glimpse of the agony you were about to enter yeah. of going, God damn it, yeah. that, God damn that guy. I've said it so many times. How can he never listens? You didn't get into that state because you could tell that that emotion it didn't connect it, it didn't, didn't connect it. it didn't anchor that thought and then you can see but wait a minute I'm observing my own thoughts how can that be that must mean I'm not my own thoughts that thoughts are just something floating around that I tap into it's not something I need to identify with right right and that's a Oh, eureka moment when you and see that. And I would that, also you know? imagine that for some people, maybe the realization that you don't have to um, uh, attach yourself to a thought. You can just let it pass. It's just a mechanic. That realization is yeah. probably very freeing. You get a sense of freedom, a sense of empowerment. No doubt. It, 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 it is shackles that you're freed from because you think that you are your thoughts. Right. You think that you have to, you, that you're obliged morally yeah. to react emotionally to this thought. Because, well, I'm a righteous person. Of course, I will get angry when I see this. It's, it sounds like that, although I've never put a definition on this thing that I do, I've called it a form of meditation, mm -hmm. but it sounds like it is meditation. This it thing is. that I make sure I do every day. It is. And I've been doing that for years. And sure. it's, 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 uh, it's enhanced my life. It's made things a little bit... Uh, more balanced mm -hmm. if i can use that term mm -hmm. yeah that's a great yeah. term yeah it's yeah. a great term how did you get into what when was your first exposure to taoism what led you to to this way of 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 living 
I had an experience, if yeah. you can say that. Yeah. <laughs> That was unexplainable at the time. Yeah. That was kind of mind-blowing, so I just had to get to the bottom of it. Uh-huh. And um, getting home from the tour that I was on when this happened, I um, I got home to Nor- from I was on tour, and basically what happened, you can, people can Google this, but what happened to me was... Um, my kundalini energy opened. I had a kundalini experience. What's kundalini? It's it's an it's a life force energy that resides in the bottom of our spine, but it lies there dormant, and it can lie there dormant all your life. It doesn't have to be awakened. Can you spell that for me? I want to look this up afterwards. Kundalini. It's with a, with K. a K. Yeah, kundalini. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. So that happened to me uh, sp- uh, spontaneously, and that was such a mind-blowing experience. It, I bes- described it as a bodily orgasm. It was just uh, amazingly uh, um, a release of, of. So it was uh, this outpouring, this release of that energy that had been stored up. Yeah. Okay. And if you you can Google it, and you can see that basically when that happens, it's kind of your life is kind of. Before and after that, I see. Yeah, you you open a whole. It's a transformative. It's experience. a transformative experience. But I didn't know it, what it was. No. Uh, so I had to get to the bottom of it. And uh, when I got back to Norway, uh, I was really into a, an American guitar player called Michael Hedges at the time. I studied his music and 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 um, I read this interview with Michael where he talked about that he did Qigong. Mm. And I was like, well, well, whatever Michael's doing must be right because <laughs> I love him. So I just uh, found Qigong. I googled Qigong Norway. And this uh, taiji.no came up. And uh, uh, name, Pamela Hiley. Uh, hi, Pamela, if you're listening. Hi, Pamela. <laughs> Future podcast guest, maybe? And uh, that kind of changed my life. She became um, kind of my first master or my, my most important guru, uh, telling me and showing me. Is she here in Norway? Yeah, she's based okay. in Oslo. She's from Wales, but she's mm-hmm. based in Oslo. Yeah. And um, she's a Wudang Taoist master. And uh, she opened the, the doors into the Tao Te Ching for me and and into the Taoist way of living. And and because I, I was raised a Christian, I had kind of a, a spiritual uh, knowledge and understanding. Uh, I'd read the Bible and everything. And but, but, but the Tao Te Ching says everything so humbly and simple. It spoke to you in a way that Christianity didn't. Well, listen, compared to... uh, Listen to this. This is the first verse in the Tao Te Ching. Now, the Tao, you can describe it, you can translate it into meaning the way or the the way of life or the way to carry yourself in this life or something. Mm -hmm. That's what the Tao means, that word. Now, so the Tao Te Ching says... The Tao that can be told is not the eternal Tao. The name that can be named is not the eternal name. (laughs) 
I mean, that stimulates to further thought. It does, but it's so simple because yeah. because things you can put into words are not can never describe the truth. And that's what makes it so interesting. It's so simple, and it answers the question. Yeah. But it also stimulates to further thought because you you don't get a doctrine readily made. Right. Okay, John, here's what you have to wear. Here's what you have to say. Here's what you have to do. Where's living in that? There's no living in that thing. Exactly. There's no freedom in that. There's no freedom in that. You have to realize this for yourself. And by the koans, as they have in the Zen, you know, what's the sound of one hand clapping? And if a tree falls in the forest and all that, you know, that's the most famous koans. But they're designed to make you think. Yes. They're not designed to give you... It's not uh, giving you a straightforward... Well, it is, but... It's not straightforward. It's a, it's a it's a clear answer, but it's an answer that challenges you. Exactly. Yeah. But also tells you that you are smart enough to understand this. Yeah. And I believe that you are. It's you who don't believe in yourself. You are the one who says, "Oh, I can't figure this out." I think you can. But see, now that that matches very I I'm a Christian, raised a Christian and and I and I and I still am. I live my life according to what I believe are, are, are the, the, the Christian principles as, as described in the Bible. Mm-hmm. I think, and I don't want to judge anyone, but what, I, let me just talk about me. I don't make... Thou shalt not judge. I, thou shalt not judge. <laughs> but I, I don't make Christianity, I don't make the Bible complicated. I think it's very easy to do, and I see that people do that. But I think my understanding of the Bible and the way I've always been taught through the Bible, to me, has been quite simple. Um, It's full of symbolism, Mm -hmm. which, like we are now discussing in Taoism, stimulates to further thought. Yeah. It counts on, to me, it counts, the, the Bible counts on me being smart enough to read what I read or take in the... The, the lesson that I'm taking in and then be able to apply it, interpret it and apply it and apply it. And I'm sorry, apply it to my life, mm. not to the lives of others in a judgmental way, mm. but apply it to my life. Yeah, How is this lesson in the Bible, in this chapter and verse going to enhance my life? Yeah. What can I learn about it? I think that's, that's the way I, you should use the Bible. Exactly. Yeah. But I wow. think the problem can come is if I were to make it complicated. And I wonder if the Bible can be complicated if people take it in a more literal sense. In other words, they remove all thought yeah. and they just read what they read and then yeah. they go with that. I believe that like Taoism, the Bible is full of passages that give an answer, but they stimulate till, not till, to thought. I'm blending Norwegian and English, sorry. But it stimulates to thought. It stimulates to personal interpretation. And as it says in the Bible, thou shalt not judge. Who am I to say that your way of looking at the Bible is wrong and my way is right? I can only look at it the way I look at it and I can only apply it to my life the way I apply it to my life. Yeah. That's why I, I, I've never studied Taoism or Buddhism in the true sense of studying it, but I am familiar with it and I don't see conflict 
between Christianity Christianity and Taoism or Buddhism. Just think about what I just read, the first verse in the Tao Te Ching. The Tao that can be told is not the eternal Tao. How does the Bible start? In the beginning there was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Now that's a horribly... Uh, <laughs> difficult way of saying the word that can be said is not the true word but it's the exact same thing if you try to put now this is my problem with Christianity because what Christianity is not not the husk of it but, but what it is is that it It takes away the. I lost it now. I forgot what I was going to say, but um, <laughs> <laughs> that happens so many times. But uh, okay, let, let me put it this way: Jesus wasn't a Christian, right? No, he wasn't. No, how could he be? Exactly. Christianity wasn't there before him, no. so how could he be a Christian? So I want to be what Jesus was. See, so I can't be a Christian. Because Isn't that interesting, yeah. because I, and also a thing I challenge Christian people with often is, I say Judas, my hero, and people go, "What? Judas was a hero? Did, didn't it's, you know?" I said, yeah. "I'll explain that." Well, to be a Christian, you have to believe this one fundamental thing: that God sent His because we're all born into sin. You can hear that I don't agree with this. We're all born into sin, but God sent his son, Jesus, to die for our sins so we could get eternal life. That's kind of the, the premise that you have to believe if you want to be a Christian. That is kind of the core of it all. Mm -hmm. Now, who's who was it who made all this happen that was Judas if Judas had if he hadn't done what he done did, what it did Jesus couldn't crucified. wouldn't be crucified and he would just hop along merrily uh, living his life so so looking at it that way Judas was the catalyst he was kind of the 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 thing you had to have in the drink to make it oh. work, you know? But one, one contention I have with... Um, but I don't believe in sin, so... so well, well let me talk about sin. One contention that I have with some, some Christians is that whole concept of being born into sin. I don't believe that. I would ask a Christian to show me the passage in the Bible that says that we are born into it sin. Says nowhere. I believe that is a man-made concept. It is. I cannot believe that the God that I believe in or the entity that anyone believes in would curse us with 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 bad intention, with malicious intent and create us in such a way that we are immediately sinners. I cannot look at my children. It's madness. And say that they are sinners. I don't I it's believe madness. that is a man-made construct. It is. Uh and I I 
Jesus never said anything He like never that. said He anything. said, you all can be like me. It's, yes. But you have to understand why I understand. That's, that's that what he means when he says, only through me and all that stuff. That That is really, really bad translations. What he really said was, you have to understand and realize what I have realized. And, and therein comes that stimulation to thought and true studious yeah. uh, uh, and, tr- and tr- truly studying yeah. the words of the Bible. I believe that the lazy man or woman, men tend to be more lazy than... than, than you lazy sound man. like Monty Python. <laughs> Why are you always all about women, Stan? <laughs> But the, the, lazy, the lazy man or woman just reads the Bible and then runs with it. The scholar, the one who truly wants to expand their knowledge, will read it, see the message in it, study it, and then apply it properly to their life. Yeah, and that is that's the that's what I choose to do. Yeah, um, like yeah, Paul, I, I Paul, he kind of put it out there, you know, in a sensible way. But I think Paul is in modern Christianity is totally misunderstood. How so? I don't think he said, uh, like, if you apply, like, what he said about men and women, if you apply that not to our dynamics as a human male and a human female, but to the same um, way of thinking as the Taoistic yin and yang. Okay. Yeah. So when... Paul is talking about male and female. He's not talking about the human male and female. He's talking about the male and female energies. Energy forces. Yeah. So when Paul says that a woman should be silent, he's not talking about a human female. He's talking about our subconscious. Because our our hyperconsciousness, which you can call male... Yes, is where we learn, but our subconscious is where we act. So the subconscious never does any learning. It just puts into action it's what the, we already know. It's the more primal aspect of ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Or, or you can say it's, it's it's the acting out of who we are. Yes. So if, uh, but but it confuses us when you say, well so, "Well, so that's female, so that's bad, so that's passive." No, it's just a dynamic. It's just a dynamic, and I also believe that a lot. So has, if you read, just let me finish. Yeah, so I'm if sorry, you if I'm you sorry. read Paul like that, it's mind blowing. Yeah, because then it's Taoism basically, and and that is more in alignment with the way I have taken in my learning. Mm-hmm. My my learning of the Bible passages, I believe, <clears throat> and this and this comes from taking it in, studying it, and then properly applying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that at some point in history, uh, who knows? Maybe maybe with the rise of the Catholic Church, maybe in the the age of Renaissance and uh, Reformation. Uh, Man, not God, not this spiritual uh, uh, thing that exists, but mankind found a reason that would be best serving for the hierarchy. And at that time, maybe the Catholic Church, you know, in the year 
1100 or whatever, uh, they found a need to change people's perspective, people's interpretation of Catholic uh, of, of, of Christianity, mm. in order to make themselves more powerful. So the Bible was right. the Bible was reinterpreted. Mm-hmm. The Bible was rewritten. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was this male hierarchy that wanted to solidify their power, and teachings were twisted in order to put women in a much more subservient position in yeah. society yeah. and i believe that to a to a large degree that is how people are still living to this day yeah you know uh uh, uh, uh people who call themselves christians are still living after those old twisted interpretations of the bible i'm not a scholar so to speak i'm i'm self schooled in these things and and it's my thought it's my it's my my way of interpreting what i've that i've been taught and what i've read i i don't think you have to be a scholar i think if we're we're going to talk about god in that sense and let's do that now for a couple of minutes sure i believe that we are god expressing himself so there therefore god's intelligence is within every each and one of us Uh, and I have to trust in God. That you know, trusting in God is just knowing. No, but I, I'm going to go down this road because I just know. Well, how do you know? Well, I can't. Like, the word is with God. It's a, it's unutterable. This is just something I know. Well, is it empirically, scientifically? No, no, it's not. But you guys do that because yeah. that's a good thing. Sure. Because you're just eventually going to confirm what I know. But that doesn't mean that because <laughs> well, I have called faith. Yeah. That's called faith. Well, you can call it faith, I guess. But but I have had so many synchronicities in my life, and way too many occasions where I've felt that this is. This is just naturally God's will. What's going on here? And I learn from it, and and so I don't need to read a paper to under to, to make a choice. Very often, I can just consult with my gut feeling. Yeah, and you have to you have to be aware of the difference between ego and self when you apply this. Because you have to know where it's your ego coming in and saying, "Oh, you want to do that because that's going to be beneficial for you." Yes, but you have to recognize that voice, yeah. or else it won't work. Sure. But if you recognize that voice, you can say, "Oh, well, I wanted to do that now, but that was just my ego talking, so that means I must do the opposite." Or you can say, "Oh, I should go down there," and you look for the ego, and it's nowhere to be found. Yeah. So you know it's God, then, or you, or. Yeah. Or whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah. I, I want to say this other thing. People talk about life as a journey. Like that's that's been the modern way of looking at yeah. life. The, life the, is a journey. Yeah. yeah. You see it on memes all over the place. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't use that description. No. How do you do it? I say that life is like a flower. If you, if you can like life blooms. Yeah. Because we're, it, we are. Our vessels, our bodies can move around. Okay, that's that's sure. But we are more like a rooted flower, and our life, what what is known as the life journey, is more like a flower opening up and blossoming. I see. And, and 
and the better soil and the better nourishment you have for your roots, the more beautiful and open that <clears throat> flower is going to be. And when that flower's bloom to its put full potential, yeah, it'll lose its petals, and the whole process starts again. Now, to me, that's a very beautiful way of looking at at it. Sure, absolutely. Uh, rather than the cradle to the grave kind of way, because it's, it's, it's uh, it seems so. I get a little miffed out by that, you know. It's just, oh well, the journey's over, and blah blah blah. It, more than a process, that kind of because when a process is done, it starts over. So That's me, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, what does it, what does Taoism say about the afterlife? Nothing. Hmm. So what happens then when uh, when we, as a flower, when we then die? What happens to our what happens to our consciousness? Well, conscious. Well, th- I believe. So do most Taoists, I, I guess, is that consciousness, and this is the big debate that's going on in this time. Yeah. What is consciousness? No one can answer, but no. very many things point to consciousness being not created in our minds, but something communal. Yes. Um, I believe that fully. That consciousness is is something outside of us that we tap into, um, and it's expandable and it's refinable and it's it's right now. There's a hierarchy. There's there's people who live unconsciously, yeah. and there's a few percentage that live consciously that have opened up or their consciousness to. Um, all the connections that there yeah, are. Yeah. Uh, so, and that that is my responsibility as a human individual is to not get stuck in at one low level of consciousness, but right. but, but rather challenging myself and expanding my consciousness. That higher level of awareness that we spoke of. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and when you when you're on that path, like. I can't say that now because if you say that, you know, all lives matter or I'm not a racist or I don't see color, even that has become dangerous to say now. And I can understand why people say that. But for me, when you're on that path, I literally do not think about skin color, for instance, when I meet people. Right. And people can believe me or not. But, but God, well, I, believe, I believe that. Oh. Because I don't... Oh, yeah, that's right. You're probably from somewhere else. But that's that's not the, my initial thought. No. My initial feeling is the energy field, the aura of the, of the individual. And if that aura is love, like with you, John, <laughs> that's all I need. That's all you need. Yeah. If that aura is filled with, with uh, suspicious energies, then I start to go, where, where, where is this person from? And what, how does he look? And, or, or, then first I start to discriminate. But if what I met with is just love, I don't have any need for any more information. And I totally agree with that. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm a first impression kind of guy. It doesn't matter what you look like, whether you're male or female, what color you are, mm-hmm. where you're from. It's just the feeling is what it is. Yeah. But having, having said that, I am aware of my blackness. I guess I bet you. But are. I don't let it dictate how I act, who I hang out with, what I say or do. And my hope is that other people will not judge me 
Mm. by my blackness. Mm. And if they do, well, then there's some issues that arise from that, but my hope is that they won't do that. Um, I understand when people say they don't see color. I understand that they're, they're saying that from a place of, of what they see as understanding or they're c- coming from a place of love and they're saying that not to be hostile. <clears throat> but I would say that it's okay if you see my color. Just please don't treat me any different because of it. Yeah. Because I am a different color. You see that. But don't let that otherness dictate how you treat me. I mean, I say don't let it. It's not like there's consequences. If you do that, I'll just distance myself to avoid that conflict. But my hope is that people would never let that come in the way of how they treat me. I know it does, but my hope is that it doesn't. So so seeing, seeing color, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Just... Be nice. <laughs> it's that simple, you know. Just yeah, it really just, is. Uh, just be nice. Open yourself up for the experience of meeting a new person. That's a fantastic experience if you open yourself up to it and you feel there's some people who radiate something. It's a feeling that I can get from them. I get it with you. I got it from my wife when I first met her. I got it from my grandmother. It's just maybe it's the aura. Yeah, and it's the consciousness. It's our individual kind of uh, uh, way of of being conscious, but it's also a hive consciousness. Sure. And a lot of thoughts, like um, at least for me, when when you were as open as I am, you sometimes get other people's thoughts in your head. Yeah. And knowing the difference. It's very important because, but, but I think most people don't uh, haven't learned to discriminate between their own thoughts and s- someone else's or the hive collective yeah. thing. Uh, and then uh, there's a lot of ugliness because there's a lot of. Uh, we have a pain body. Eckhart Tolle talks about the pain body, and it's a really good way of speaking about it. And we have a collective pain body, which is all the wrongs that we've done to each other through the generations, you know? I see, And it creates a pain body. It creates an unreleased energy of pain. And that pain body comes up every now and then and begs for release. I see. But we do not know yet how to release it, so we, we just nourish it, and we just make the pain body repeat itself in the loop. So, it comes up every second, two weeks, you get the pain body coming back, going, you need some conflict now, Espen. You haven't had conflict in your life I for see. a couple of weeks. So, get provoked by that guy now. Yeah. And... Before I just let that happen, now I know about about it. So I can say, oh, oh, oh that's the pain body talking. I'm not going to speak to that guy then, you know, because never, I'll just create the, the loop. I'll just nourish the loop. This is the first I've heard of the concept of the pain body. So that's new to me. However, that thing about conflict that you're talking about, that is something that I live by. Um, my wife will tell, Snoopy will tell you that it is to my detriment uh, that I avoid conflict. Mm. She has told me for, for decades now, since we've been together, that I should be more open to conflict, mm-hmm. you know, address certain things when I met with that resistance or conflict. I, 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 can't, I can't do that. I don't believe... Maybe that- you're a bit, little too much good cop in you. Maybe you got that good cop go, thing going uh, a little too strong. 
No, because I believe the good cop, when I think of good cop, I think of a false goodness in order to achieve a result. Um, um, You know, and and on a little side note, you know, yes, I, I was a police officer, but I haven't been a police officer for 20 years now. So that that way of thinking it's it's still there, um, but but uh, but the good cop type of the good cop way of approaching things I think is far removed mm. from my daily mm. my daily routine. Um, <clears throat> there's I think there's a sense of falseness in that good cop type. Wow, of thing. interesting. I do. Um, I'd love to hear about that, but I guess that's a different podcast as well. <laughs> that's, a, that's a different. Po- maybe maybe we'll come back to it, <clears throat> mm. but. Well, I, I can say this. To me, when I think of the good cop uh, versus the bad cop, I believe that the good cop and bad cop, maybe it's a type of yin and yang, mm. they cooperate in order to bring about a result mm. that they desire, not mm. a result that is true. I see. But a result that is desired, and that's Something not else. necessarily the truth. No, no. So there's a certain amount of falseness in the good cop and there's also a certain amount of falseness in the bad cop the good cop doesn't really want to be good in the traditional sense the bad cop doesn't want to necessarily be bad in the traditional sense they're playing a role in order to bring about a result mm. so there's a certain amount of falseness see, in that yeah. uh, so if I'm good it's good I'm good quite consciously and because I want to be good mm. and let that goodness bring about the result that it brings mm. The, 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 the discussion that I've been having for decades with my wife is that she feels that that goodness brings about a result that may be true, but it may not be what is best for me. Mm. But I would rather have the truth. Can't you have both, do you think? Sure. Absolutely. But I don't think it always matches up. But maybe that's your kind of work. Maybe that's your thing to work on the, because I, I, I can really see uh, I recognize that putting yourself my mom is horrible that way putting yeah. herself last doing everything for everybody else and I can say mom you're tired now yeah. how about you you know pampering yourself for a while there you know yeah but I, I don't put, I don't put myself last because if we go back to what I was saying earlier and I've said this several times on my podcast uh, and even off of my podcast just in conversations with people I believe in making myself as prepared as possible for all things life. That's very Taoist. <laughs> okay, yeah, see? And again, I'm not a student of, of Taoism, but this is just my... Be always be prepared. Be, exactly. be aware. Exactly. You don't, don't be alert and on, on your tiptoes. That's not what it means. It no. means every moment is sacred. Exactly. So be aware of every moment. Exactly. Because it's your life there. So buddy. I don't, so I don't, sometimes when my wife or maybe others interpret me as putting myself last, mm. that's not what I'm doing. I'm just following the path that I see before me, mm. preparing myself for whatever that result is. And if that result is observed by others or maybe even observed by myself as not being in my best interest, it is the true result because mm, I have I walked see. the true path. It's fantastic. And then actually. that result may be a challenge in my life, but I look at that challenge as an opportunity for even more growth. That's very Taoist. It's, it's, a, it's a Taoist story about um, a monk that lived up on a hill, an old monk. And, and down in the city, there was this... Uh, this uh, young girl 
and um, and she got pregnant, mm. and she was very embarrassed, and uh, she had to tell her parents, you know, that uh, I got pregnant, and they got very upset and, and asked who got her pregnant, and she uh, said, well, it was the uh, the monk living up on the hill. So the baby was born, and and uh, her parents said, "Well, you were too young to take care of a child, so uh, this is this uh, old responsible man should take responsibility." So they walk up to the all the the steps up to up to the monk living on the hill and say that you made our daughter p- pregnant, and uh, this is the result, and it's your responsibility now to take care of this child. And the monk replied, "Well, if if if, if that's how it is," and took in the child and. Raised the child as his own. Well, like the parents said, it, this is your work, and and yeah. and the, the little child grew up and became fifteen, sixteen years old. And all these times passed, and the the girl had now become a woman, and and uh, and uh, she of course had lied because it was the her neighbor the neighbor okay. boy the, the not boy the monk. not the monk it was the, that other 15 year old guy the boy in the house next door okay. and they had been fooling around and he was the guy but 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 you have to keep in mind that the monk had now raised this child as his own so the parents when the girl told her parents that the truth story they became very upset and very embarrassed because they had forced this child up onto this monk saying that he had done a bad thing so they went up to the monk again and uh, and said uh, we are so sorry for what we did to you we will have to take the child back because it's not your child you were innocent all, all the time and the monk replied well if that's the way it is <laughs> so that's and imagine the emotional um, depths of connecting to another human being, raising right, a child, right, you know. Right. But the way the the monk said, he knew when he got the child, this is not my child. Right. But he could read from the situations. This is no time for me to to talk about my innocence. He just said, "Well, if that's the way." That's of is. course, this is a this is a story meant to illustrate something, yeah. you know. But yeah. it it's meant to illustrate how you meet challenges. Don't let your emotions get into it. Don't let go get all fired up about stuff. Exactly, and that is what the, that's that is exactly how I try to live my life. And again, I can if I can kind of use my powerlifting uh, in, in a symbolic way for my life. Uh, you mentioned getting, don't get all fired up. Uh, I, I am very inspired. That's often, a different thing. That's often, a different thing. But, but the, I, I, I have what I think is a sense, an aura of calmness around that inspiration. I can get <clears throat> on the powerlifting bar and I'm going to go for a uh, national record on the squat and I feel the adrenaline and I'm ready to go and I'm very <laughs> motivated, very inspired, but I'm not yelling and screaming like a wild man. Now, some power lifters do that and hats off to them if that's the way they prepare for a, for a, for a monumental lift like that. But I have to approach it with a sense of calm. Not control, because I'm not in control. You know, whatever happens is going to happen. I'm not in control of the situation, but I'm approaching the situation. I'm approaching that challenge, if you will, with a sense of calmness. Mm. 
there, there is calm in my focus. Uh, I'm not fired up, so to speak. I'm not, there's, there's, there's no outward expression of chaos as I approach that challenge. And I try to walk through my life yeah. with that same approach to challenges. There is one kind of amount of energy. Yeah. And how do you disperse that energy? How do you, you go? So you can you can have little openings going, you know, and letting little bits of energy out. Or you could be so focused and so skilled that you can focus that energy into one pinpoint. And and if you're managing that, that is master level. That is that is what Bruce Lee, you know, yes. talked about when yes. when you get all that energy into one finger and you can do the one inch finger punch yeah. thing or the five finger death punch or yeah, whatever it's yeah. called you the know? one inch punch yeah yeah and that's all about focusing yes. and using mental power to focus that energy I into believe, one kind of because i believe head. those unnecessary there's a lot of there can be a lot of unnecessary as you say leakages or explosions of that yeah. energy and you're yeah. wasting it in the sense that you will then be weaker when you actually meet the exactly, challenge. Exactly. But it, but without the proper training and, 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 and understanding of how this works, which we don't have in the West, um, you have to find out, figure it out yourself. And you know, when I started to figure that out, we can go all the way back to when I was, <clears throat> excuse me, to when I was in high school playing football, American football, not soccer, but American mm -hmm. football. And I had a routine. It was very there's a lot of Zen in this routine where I would, you know, school would let out at like three o'clock or whatever on a, on a Friday. And the game wasn't until game time wasn't until eight o'clock at night, but I would stay at school. Mm. I would walk down to the locker room. I would lay down on the bench all by myself and close my eyes and take a nap. However long that was. Mm. And then I would get up. And then by this time, uh, our town had gotten the first McDonald's. <laughs> I would walk down the hill from the school to the McDonald's, get two Big Macs, walk back up to the locker room, eat those alone. Lay down on the bench, take another nap. And then, and then I would do this, then I would do that, then I would do the other. And then on the field, normally teams, football teams will stretch out and go through their warm-up routine together. I would go off by myself and basically just pace the length of the field mm. back and forth. Mm. And then it would be game time. And I, had, and, I, and I would do that before every game, every Friday. And it was a mental process it was a removing of any doubts about how thing was going to go things were going to go it was a visualization i could picture i was i was a running back a tailback i could picture myself getting the football running through the field maybe stiff arming a defend and, and it, i would just i would visualize this over and when i would take naps i would be dreaming about playing that evening's game it was a mental process sure. so that by the time i got to you know, and and before the game, everybody else would be you know, uh, you know, uh, yeah, here we go, yeah, you know, s smacking each other on the helmet and you didn't need that. You I didn't need that. I, I kept all of that in, yeah. so that when I would get on the field to perform, now I'm releasing that energy, and ever since then, I have always felt that those explosions of aggression and energy were a waste of time, and they make me weaker for when I actually am confronted with the challenge. 
So I internalize all that into thought. It sounds like a master in play, if you ask me, when it comes to energy and a, like a Zen master way of thinking. And, and I, I believe that to be 100% true, that it's it's difficult to to focus your energy like that. It's very difficult. It but again, I've been doing it since I was a kid. This yeah, but when you, I was 16, you, 17 years old. You have a knack naturally. I think if you look at babies, they're all natural they yeah. can do that yeah. but then you 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 kind of get covered with all these you ideas you get tainted by you life. get tainted by yeah. life so you have to somehow just keep a thread of that of that alive like you probably did since you had this as a teenager you kept some of that alive and i've just been building on that ever since and you've been building on that and and that's basically it that's them that's that's how not does that jive how does that jive with christianity You've said several times, oh, that's very Taoist. Yeah. But I'm a Christian. Well, what, do you, what, do you, what do you say? To, I have something I can say to that, but what do you say to that? And, I, and again, I don't study... Do uh, you mean in the lectures, in, in the scripture, and in, in kind of quotes and whatnot, in, in that context, do you mean? Well, in the context that I'm, I'm, when, I, when I describe my views or my actions in certain situations, and, you, and you'll say, oh, that's very Taoist. But, yeah. I'm, but I'm not a student of Taoism. I'm a student of Christianity. Well, to me, to me, listen. You have to. You have to. I agree with you. It is this. You, you have to consider this. That I believe that there's only one truth. Yeah. And. No, but there is only is there, one truth. But is there an and? No, I'll because there's, there's only. Uh, I'll say there's an and. Okay. There is only one truth, and there are many ways to that truth. Sure. There's, there's my end. Sure. In sure. other words, in other words, that I, as a, as one who has been raised in Christianity and one who has studied, uh, not in a scholarly sense, but just in a life sense, studied Christianity in my way, uh, that is my path is through Christianity. But it interject, it, it 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 it's intertwined with other faiths. In other, you as a Taoist can agree with very much. I used to be a Christian. Like I said earlier in our talk, the, the thing is that I don't believe in sin. I don't believe in a, a punishing God. I believe all this is man-made. I don't believe... Totally that, agree. Yeah, so I don't... And, but that's the premise for being a Christian. So that's, that's the problem I have with all religions that contain dogma. Yeah. Because... We don't need dogma because I we are basically God. Yeah. Yeah. And we have the potential for Christ awareness. So when people say, oh, Jesus, so thank God for Jesus. Oh, Jesus, you're in my life and all that. To me, that's sacrilege because Jesus was a man who had the Christ consciousness. And he said, everything I do, you can do. Which means you can also have Christ consciousness. So I use Jesus as an inspiration. Yes. For like I use the Buddha for uh, inspiration, or, or Lao Tse, or any of those people that have been enlightened beings, you know, masters. And I use them as inspiration, inspiration for myself to reach the the place of the Christ consciousness. Yeah. And then. Nothing else matters. And, and I guess I'm, know? The, I'm the mirror image of that in that my, my foundation is in Christianity, but I can look at things in Taoism 
uh, or, or, or Buddhism or, or Islam or Judaism and find inspiration sure. and find something to learn from there. Sure. And I think the problems arise <clears throat> and the prejudices arise when people close their minds yeah. to any other way of, 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 of learning about God and spirituality. All these things are, are tools on our way to a place where we can tr transcend these tools. So religion has been a tool that we that we don't need anymore. I, we, I agree with that. We, we need spirituality. spirituality. Thank you. I had I've had a couple of other guests where I've talked about this thing where they say, "Well, I'm not religious." I'm like, "Oh, that's fine." I said, "But I bet you're spiritual." Mm. I think everybody to a certain degree is spiritual. You there is something that you aspire to be or aspire to follow in order to make yourself more enlightened and that is spirituality yeah and i think everyone has that to a certain degree you may or may not be aware of it you may or may not have consciously thought on it or studied it but spirituality is there for the taking for anybody but i want to i want to say something about sin i do believe that there is sin i don't believe we're born into it um But I believe that we can make conscious decisions to do things that we know will harm others. Yes, but yes, of course. But that's, can that, can, that's that be just, can that be defined as sin? Um, for me, the concept, the word sin, is so connected to the Christian concept of being a sinner. The way I look at it is that. I believe that we are all an expression of God. Yeah. So when we're aligned with that knowledge, we're aligned with the universe and with God, and we are in the light. We are we're, we're in the light. Yeah. Yeah, we are the light, and we're in the light. It's the same as the first word. The word that can be spoken is not the correct word. Right. So we are the light and we are in the light and we are channeling the light and we are being the light and we are the light. And then there are stages of moving, of removing yourself from the light all the way to complete darkness. And that, that stage is what people call sins. Yeah. I just call it being removed from the light. I see. And the longer away from the light you are, the more prone you are to doing activities that will harm yourself and others. So, so that's basically... But isn't that just a, qu a question of how you term it? Some people will call that sin. You will call it moving away from the light. Yeah, but I like to term it with new words that are not uh, so uh, full of stigma. I see. I understand. I understand. Yeah. Okay. I thought we were going to disagree on something, but actually we agree. It's just the terminology, I think, that we... Yeah. So I don't call it sin. I just call it not being in the light. I see. And when you're not in the well, that's light, understandable. Yeah. it's dark. Yeah. So you do silly things in the dark when you can't see. You, you Bumbling around. You bumble around. You, yeah. you tear things down from the table. Might uh, step on someone's you foot. Step, step yeah. on people's foot when it's yeah. dark. So you need the light so you can see, oh, I have to step over there because your foot is there. You know. Well, there comes the definition of enlightenment. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> we are so smart. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Yeah, well, I don't know. It's smart. That would be up to other people to judge. But, but at least we are willing. We're to, talking. 
learn. We're learning and, and, and talking. Uh, and, and we understand that putting our... Like, I'm the f- first one to take a belief that I had. If, 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 if someone... If I, if I get proof that that belief is just gibberish or, or, or silly... I'm like, oh, great. I can get rid of that thought. Whereas a lot of people are going, "Eh, but I've believed this for my whole life. And this is precious to me. And I'm like, why? Is that precious to you? It's just a belief. We see that so much today. Oh, you shouldn't smoke cigarettes. It's bad. It's sinful. I don't think it's sinful. It's bad for you. But sometimes, sometimes... There's a situation where you sit, we're looking out over the fjords with a good friend, and he just finished a beer, and he opens his his pack of uh, luckies, and he says, "Hey, buddy, yeah. want a cigarette?" And you, yeah, sure, I do. And you take that cigarette, and you just sit there in silence, smoking that cigarette with there's your no, friend. There's no sin in that. There's None no sin that. in that. No. Now. If the first thing you think about in the morning is, I need my cigarette because I can't get out of bed. Well, then you have an issue. You have an issue. You have an issue that should be dealt with. But I think people label things like that as sin. And again, this goes back to these old reinterpretations of the Bible that happened, you know, hundreds, if not a thousand years ago, that that has put this uh, man-made construct around the whole issue of spiritualism and and religion and that is where we go wrong yeah yeah we're back that was a microsecond for you people but we took a uh, five minute break here for uh, physiological reasons (laughs) (laughs) this is man we've been talking for a long time I know a lot of editing for you no not really Uh, you know (laughs) not really no but I was looking for we're talking about the bible and the Taoist books and everything but and um is it the lam- lamentations for shindran what, uh, lamentations yeah but uh, in norwegian it's for shindran um oh. i don't think it, uh, is that the same book as the lamentations i think maybe you talking about in the old testament yeah genesis exodus leviticus numbers deuteronomy joshua judges ruth numbers Song of Solomon. Song of Solomon. No, no, no. no. It's it's uh, it's um, it's what I um, call. It's what's called in the Norwegian version. Is for Shindran. I'll see what it is in Norwegian. Let's see. Let me just look this up. Books of the Old Testament, because I I just don't know. I just don't know the. Um, the uh, direct translation of some of the books. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Let's see here now. Oh, I've got it. Ecclesiastes. 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 There we go. Yeah. yeah. That's it, it, if I was to pick out, pick out one book of the Bible. Yeah. And discard the rest. Yeah. That's the one I'd pick out. Really? Why? Interesting. Because everything is in that book. You just have to do all the work. You know, you don't have yeah. any any help. But that's basically the closest you get to the Tao Te Ching when it comes to, to the philosophy of, of living your life according to what is God. 
or Tao or the universe or whatever you want to call it. But that's the book you feel is most like... Yeah, that's that's the one who's got the most potent and direct communication. I'm going to read that again. I've, I've read the Bible cover to cover several times. First time I did it, I was maybe 12 years old. Mm. Old and New Testament. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back and check out Ecclesiastes. <laughs> check out Ecclesiastes, because that's, uh, yeah, that's uh, the deal. That's where, where it's at for me. I hope that people, when they listen to us now, <clears throat> um, we follow two different... I almost said totally different face, but they're not totally different. They're quite similar. We follow, we're human. We follow, we follow two <laughs> different, different faiths, and yet we have so much where we agree. We haven't disagreed on anything no. as we've been talking about spirituality here. No, no. And I think that that is such an interesting thing, and I also think it is a realization of the foolishness and futility of these uh, if not wars, then these disagreements that different religions have because there is so much commonality. Rich religions are man-made exactly. uh, um, ways of, of trying to comprehend. Yeah. Yeah. So, sooner or later, and sooner, I hope, we will be able to lose all of that because yeah. we understand now. I don't look at it. I I I I I keep from I, I I refuse to look at it as disagreement. You know, from Christianity to Islam or Christianity to to whatever. I don't want to look at it as disagreement. I want to look at it as difference of interpretation, and then I want to yeah. engage in discussion yeah. because I will most likely learn something yeah. from that discussion. Yeah. And and listen, that that's the that's the approach to have and 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 also we're okay so god creates the planet earth and he says okay i'll put some white people over here and they're gonna believe in me in this way and then i'm gonna put some black people over here and i'm gonna make them believe me in this other way that'll make conflict between uh, i don't think so all of that is man-made i don't think god is like that. No, I don't. I don't even think God speaks a language that we do. God's language is energy, or to pinpoint it even f- further, God's language is love. And I'm not talking about what we call love, which is romantic love or all that stuff. That's something else. It's something different. Yeah, I'm talking about the, the fuel that drives everything. And that's love. And that's a love that doesn't discriminate. And that's love that doesn't... It, it's just its just there, you know? How often do you talk about these things? Not very often. <laughs> and I ask that... There's a meaning behind me asking that question. Because I, and, you know, as, as a spiritual man myself, I find it very rare here in Norway to be able to talk about that because most people here don't want to engage in this kind of conversation. Is that your experience as well? Yes. But I believe that, um, sitting here speaking with you about this is kind of my job now. Okay. Yeah. Because these are insights that most people don't have time to, 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 to do. That's because true. they're busy with living their lives. That's true. I've chosen a way of life that has actually p- 
part of my way of life is actually doing this work. Okay. Yeah, because it's uh, uh, um, artists have been doing this since the dawn of time. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Contemplating life and then expressing life through through art, and if you want to boil it down, that's basically what it is. So it's my job figuring out these things. And and then I talk to people and I see people are stuck in a kind of um, beliefs that oh this has to be like that and we have we have to do it this way because of that and and I'm like well that's not right quite true there are different ways of approaching yes and life is all about perspective and we we'll get into this and and they can say how do you know and I'm like well I'll tell you how I know uh-huh. and they say oh. That's how you know, and yeah, and that's my job. It doesn't mean that I'm a better person than you. Oh, no. It means that you do what you do, and I do what I do, and together we can see. Ah, oh, this was valuable for me, and that was valuable for for me that you did this, and yeah. and we can interchange and we can grow together. But if I go, no, the only way to do one thing is is like this. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's not the approach to have. You have to be open. And you discard what doesn't resonate, and if it doesn't resonate, you you see why doesn't it resonate. And if it's if it's a, a, a silly reason, a, a, if it's your ego coming in, you'll uh, know it. You'll recognize. You'll it, recognize then, it. Yeah. Um, but if it's the truth, the truth vibrates at a certain frequency, and you know the truth. You feel it. When you it feel happens. it. Yeah. It's it's no it's no. You don't need a, a degree or PhD or whatnot to do. It, it, more times. Uh, then, then less times it's it's a, it's a advantage not to have any degrees at all because you're not that degree can be kind of rigid. It can kind yeah. of uh, cultivate you, you in, yeah, yeah. fence you in, and 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 you don't have as broad of a view of the issue. Exactly. I knew there was a reason I liked you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it was. It wasn't. I guess it just wasn't meant to be that I should have met you before now because I became aware of you when you had. As I said, I I, I was fortunate enough to be able to play with Jurgen uh, yeah. Olsen for a while, and then yeah. you got into that duo with him. And I was like, oh, this is cool, because I had my respect for Jürgen, mm. and I had heard about you mm. before, mm. never met you, and and I'm like, I, you know, I should I should go through Jürgen to be able to meet Espen, to be able to meet you, <laughs> and it just it just never happened. It just didn't it didn't materialize. But here we are. Here, here we, we are. Here we sit today. And uh, <laughs> and everything happens when it's supposed to. I think so. I, I truly believe that. You can't rush things. Remember what Gandalf said, and and the Lord of the Rings. A, a, a wizard is never late, Frodo Baggins. Nor is he early. <laughs> nor is he early. He, he arrives precisely when he means to. And there you go. <laughs> you, you have a you have a um, a Lord of the Rings aspect to you. You know, you've got you've yes. got the graying beard, the long hair. Yeah. Um, are you? Can it be said that your love of those kinds of stories opened you up? to an acceptance of the teachings of Taoism. There's a certain otherworldly sense to Taoism in that, I shouldn't say otherworldly, there is a deeper spiritual sense uh, around the teachings of Taoism. And I believe that you have to be a certain kind of person with a certain kind of mentality to accept those teachings. And that openness and that acceptance had to have come from somewhere. Does it come from some uh, place in your childhood? It, it comes from my childhood, but it basically comes from 
like when I was a child, I channeled beings. Ah. Yeah. Fourth dimension beings from the Pleiades. Now I'm getting out there. No, let's go. Let's go out there. Let's cut the chains. Cut the chain. Break the chains. Let's go out there. So we're living in the third dimension. There are seven dimensions of, of consciousness. The third dimension is the one we're living in right now. <clears throat> the the tactile walking on earth with on our two feet. The seeing, the touching, the, the yeah, the hurting, the the hurting. Ah. Yeah, most importantly, the hurting. We need to hurt. That which we define as the physical realm and the pain that yeah. is in this realm. Yeah. Okay. It's it's necessary for us to transcend. Basically, the universe is God learning to know himself or experiencing himself or herself or itself. So so it's all about refined that energy is refined through um materializing itself yeah and that process because we uh, the, um, the materials the material part of being um always wants to settle we know that you know we like to settle on the couch yeah we like yeah. to oh i'm glad this is done i can rest now yeah this is a known feeling and, and that's built into the system yes but not but there's, there's not always uh, a time for that sometimes we have to push through things to get to a more refined to if you think about alchemy to get to the gold yeah you have to go through processes right and those processes can be painful yes and we need uh, uh to get our ass kicked to get through those processes right so that's why we experience this painful state it's a very short lived um uh, place to be at the, yeah. th at the third stage yeah um stage four and stage five is where supposedly jesus uh, is right now being a, a spiritual guide and and communicating down through channels yeah um as an angel yeah um but but this is um uh when you get up to kind of the pure light being uh, dimensions um the 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 pain we experience here in the third dimension is no longer i see yeah so there's people who know more about this than me but the, but this is kind of an overview so we are now living through Uh, the, the the third dimension and if we're not if we haven't learned what we're supposed to we get born reborn again and again and again okay. uh, until we learn what we're supposed to and then we get the choice to become basically light beings or angels or whatever you want to call it and then you don't have to connect with this physical right. body anymore exactly no. let me ask you this <clears throat> what are your thoughts on i asked you earlier uh what, what does the tao uh, teach of the afterlife okay now if you are for, for those of us who don't learn the lessons that we have to learn mm -hmm. and we have to go back and start all over again mm. is it possible to have memory of 
those previous lives, if we are someone who has been recycled through this third dimension? Is it possible to have any conscious memory? Uh, no. Well, is it something that could be achieved through... through? There, there are, there are uh, people who say they can uh, remember past lives. I, uh, I, I, I don't discuss I don't say that that's not true or or what what not, uh-huh. but the thing is that for us to be able to learn, we can not remember, because if I we see. knew the premises of going into this life it, beforehand, we could just well, I know the yeah. end of this story, so exactly. I don't have to do anything. We have to kind of believe that this is a one chance. We're here for this one lifetime. We have to do the right thing. We have to have this kind of incentive when yeah. we start out right so if we knew kind of how it all worked uh, it it would just destroy the whole uh, system well what about people who claim to not be spiritual they're definitely not religious mm-hmm. by their own choice but they also claim to not be spiritual mm-hmm. in other words they're in this life and they have no nothing to drive them nothing to strive to achieve in other words in other words passing through to the next life the next dimension yeah what about those people who it's a, it's about um it's about uh, uh opening up yeah so some people can be so either from from uh, their inherited pain body from from ancestors um or from from uh, um, social programming about yeah. how things are. Yeah. This is the way the world works, and don't you forget it. Yeah. So you can be kind of um, get stuck in, in in a little narrow frame. I see. Of this is how the world is, yeah. and you have no way of escaping that frame. So that's when you some get, people don't even want to escape that. No, because They're content with yes, because it's safe. Yeah. So you have to. You, you mustn't undermine uh, people's uh, longing for safety. So if you say that, oh, but the the frame you're living in, it does the world doesn't look like that. You stand uh, have potential to to tear down the whole reality concept yeah. for that person and that's a scary thing is that why people resist yeah because new, it's new scary knowledge. yes yeah. because yeah. it's scary and you have to be uh, have compassion for for that fright right it's, it's right. very very uh, um, sensible in a way to be afraid of that i see so so being angry and and, and ridiculing people uh, who are like that is not the way to go no you always meet that kind of you have to meet it with understanding with understanding and compassion yeah and seeing, I really, I can easily see how you get stuck in that, and you can't t- say tell that say that people are stuck because then they'll be, you know, how dare you? You're placing you know. your judgment on yeah, them if yeah, you yeah. use terms like that. Don't Jesus said it? Yeah. Don't judge. Yeah. Or you will get judged too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so judgment and 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 um, and putting things in in uh, some like bad things good things that way of thinking about it is not a good system to getting through these um, challenges right Uh, but if you say that well it's not bad to do that or it's not good to do that it's just a consequence of the way you carry yourself so since you carry yourself in this specific way 
this is this the, is always why, the result. Right. You get to this place every right. time because right. you're unconscious in do, the doings uh, of everyday life. If you don't change your thoughts, you're not going to change your behavior. If you're not going to change your behavior, you're not going to change the results. Yeah, that's and, and it's that's, interchangeable. And that's going to be your destiny. Yes, that is why uh, the Matrix was right. Neo is right in the Matrix when he says. Do you believe in destiny, Neo? When Morpheus says that, and and Neo says no, because I don't be- like the thought of not being in control of my own life. I see. And, and that's 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 what's happening. If you're not conscious that this is the way it works, you will just wander in a loop and repeat all the same things again and again and again and and then you will believe oh this is my destiny to always end up with a bad woman to always end up with a bad job to all never get a number one hit on the radio it's my destiny and then that because that's your thought that's how you carry yourself that becomes the truth by the way i think i'm the last person on the earth who has not seen the matrix Oh really? Oh, you I've see seen that. Here. I've seen that clip yeah. that you that you just yeah. quoted, but I yeah. have not seen that movie. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with me. I have never seen. Oh, it. it's a great movie. It is. Actually, I actually have a list on my telephone of <laughs> of movies that I that I or books that I need to read or movies that I need to see. And The Matrix is on there, but I have not seen that movie yet. It's a great movie. Oh, I need to check that out. That's because that's the kind of I know what it's about, and those are the kind of thoughts that I have. That's the kind of stuff I can think on and explore mentally or find some literature online or maybe find a physical book to read on those kind of concepts because i believe and i believe that this is this is easy to um to um it's not, it's not mutually exclusive to be a christian and also believe that there is something else out there well, again, I have a problem with that word because if you say you're a Christian, you believe that uh, that ma- manners is sinful and 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 uh, Jesus yeah, had to die. But well, then you, then you're not necessarily a Christian because that's the premise of the Christian faith. You are I, like I say, I was born a Christian. I was born into that, but I kind of broke out of the dogmas because uh, anything it says in the Bible, the word is with God and the word is God then I don't need man-made words because I got God's word which which is a silent word which is just a feeling which is love which is the only thing that I need and everything else is smart ass men who try and men in particular who, remember, throughout yeah. history who, who's, who because they need power exactly but uh, I said that didn't I yeah you I said, said that, that yeah. Yeah. and I'm, I don't need that I'm not like, well, it's not for me, man. You know? I guess, I guess I This oppression will not stand. I guess I, I guess I would claim that I am a original Christian. Yeah. <laughs> because again, I believe that man, men, literally men came in and corrupted the original message of Christianity for their own political gain, their own financial gain. Uh, they put uh, different interpretations in the Bible to where women have to be subjugated. And I just don't believe, I cannot see that that was God's intention. God doesn't I, intent b- besides exactly. experiencing himself exactly. or herself. And, that, and I totally That's agree That's the with only you. thing that God does is yeah. just being... And I agree with that. This is God. And, and I'm just sitting here now holding my hands out <laughs> and, and just, just being. because and, and then on your little finger, 
there's a little community of 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 um, what do you call uh, uh, lit of microbes, uh, of microbes, microbes yeah, on your little fingers, and and, and one part, uh, the bacteria on the left side of your little finger go, we we're right about this finger, and then there's a bacteria on the right side of your little finger, no, the fingers, <laughs> we know how this finger works, and then they're having this little war on your little finger, and God is just going, oh, I hope you guys figure it out, because I'm just being, I'm just surfing through. Eternity, but I believe I believe that that is exactly <laughs> you know? what God is about. So He doesn't care about all no. that. And and if those microbes kill themselves off, all the energy that 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 spawned the microbes just goes back into God. And God and all of this has happened only on one finger. There's yes. there's nine other fingers. There's nine other fingers. And that's where I'm getting at when I think that it is quite possible. It is a fact. That I am a Christian, but I also believe that there is more than that dogmatized, square-framed interpretation of the Bible that we hear people putting out there today. I believe, I believe that it is more than that. This goes back to what I was saying about reading the Bible and studying it and applying it to my yeah. life. But listen, Jesus is the man, right? We're, we yeah. agree on that. Yeah, he's sure. the man. Sure. So I want to have his religion. <laughs> and is that Christianity? No, it's exactly. not Christianity. I believe that the word Christianity is just something that is put on that way of thinking. Yeah. Um, and again, I don't believe that there, I believe there are more similarities than differences between the different faiths. Of course, because they come from the same uh, want to understand exactly and it's just cultural where it appeared and when it appeared in time and all that it's just that, that that's the difference it, it says in the bible and a lot of people will use this to to try to cancel out other religions outside of christianity it says in the bible no man cometh to the father except through me mm. okay but i be, i believe that there are there's more than one way to Rome. There's more well, than one road to Rome. I think that's a, a misinterpreting uh, exactly. what Jesus said. Exactly. Jesus, what Jesus meant was you have the Father being uh, understanding that we are all a God, a part of God experiencing himself. Uh, but to understand that, you have to understand what I have understood. Exactly. And so through me, through um, to the way I carry myself, the way I, the choices I make, you can try to apply those things from outwards and in. But really, because we are all God, God's voice is inside of each and every one of us. So that voice can just, if we just learn to listen for that voice, it's much better for that voice to come from the outside, the inside and go out. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the, 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 that's the direct, that's, that's the main frame. That's plugging into the main frame. Of so, all, so I believe you know? then that the, that the tendency of Christians to dismiss other faiths comes from that man that man-made desire or, or need for power and control. Yeah. Same with Islam. Same thing. Same thing. Same, same thing. thing. And Judaism and everything. Yeah. It's the same thing. The only um, B Buddhists and Taoists are the only ones who say, 
I don't know. I don't care. I don't know. You know? They, and they, I like that. I like that way of being. Sure. You know? So, what's the meaning of this? Ah, I don't know. I don't know. You know, just who are you to say? Well, you have to do this and that, and your wife has yeah. to do this. And okay, I can't get down. You know, with I, I can't get down with this. This oh. is too much. This is. And when people say God told me, that's that, that's one hundred percent. Uh, uh, sure that run run away when people say that <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah God told me that okay thank you I'm not listening to you anymore because da- God doesn't tell you anything no God just shows you and when God shows you stuff there are never any words to describe it no never and therein lies the flaw I don't. I, this may be sacrilegious to some people, but I say therein lies the flaws of the Bible, because it's man-made. It is, it is man-made. Yeah. Uh, however, I, I use the teachings in the Bible, the stories, the parables. <clears throat> I use that as a guide towards my enlightenment and the enlightenment of my family and anyone else who chooses to, yep. to share it with me. Yep. And in that enlightenment, it does not include. Uh, the demonization of other paths. No, I can't. It, it can't. It just it, it it. I mean, it doesn't match up with what I believe in the in, in what the Bible is teaching. True, and uh, and um, listen. There's a in Zen. There's a really um, interesting way of explaining this, and that is that most people. Like words are like a finger pointing to the moon. Yeah. Yeah. So words are like a finger pointing to the moon. Now, most people stare at the finger, <laughs> but you're supposed to stare at the moon. Stare at the moon. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what religion does. It becomes the that's finger a good way of it. pointing at, at where very... you're actually supposed to be focused, but you're. You you focused on the yeah. pointer. That's toward. a very intelligent way of putting it, and that is the trap that a lot of people fall victim to. Yeah, and you think that you don't have to experience it yourself because there's some 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 uh, priest or some some oh, 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 higher man or 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 person in your hierarchy that tells you, well, this is how it is, son. Yeah. Like they told me when I was a kid, when I was like uh, sixteen, they said. You ask too many questions, Espen. And that was the final note. That was yeah. all I needed to hear. Yeah. In my church, you ask too many questions? Okay. Wrong answer. I'm out, I'm out had, of here. had to go. I'm out of here. You had to go. Yeah, see you How later. How old were you when you... When 16. You, no, when you, when you accepted uh, the teachings or began to uh, immerse yourself in the teachings of Taoism. How old were you then? I, it was around 98, 99. So okay. I guess I was like... Uh, uh, 33, 34 years old. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever considered um, spending some time in a monastery? Oh, yeah. Yeah? yeah. Where, where, where are the opportunities for that here in Norway or Europe? There are opportunities. Where, but, where would that... Uh, well, um, there are... You can. I, I, I don't have them at the top of my no, head. Okay. But... Uh, but uh, my, my teachings come from the Wudan Mountains, so I, the natural thing for me would 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 be to go to China to, to and go, go to to the Wudan Mountains. But like my guru told me, she said I can arrange that for you. But are you sure that's where you're supposed to be? I see. Maybe you're supposed to be in the world. 
So I create little monastery periods for myself. I understand. Yeah, where yeah. I just don't see too many people for a couple of months. I see. I live in the world. I call my mom. I, I pick up my son at school. I do those stuff, things. But I... I retract. I go uh, go in self-reflection. Yeah, you know. a lot of the time I spend a lot of time in nature. A lot of times walking like into the forest and just yeah. getting lost in the forest. Yeah. And um staying all the way away from any poisons like alcohol or anything because i i try not to be like oh no i don't drink i'm a vegan. I I I don't I, I don't like labels. Right. Right. I just know that um like again like uh, Gandalf says when it comes to Bilbo I've got a new bottle of the old vineyard left <laughs> just tea thank you you know so so you, so you have an awareness that. you have an awareness of of what you put into your body and yeah. the consequences of that benefits yeah. and detriments and so, then you choose according yeah so my friend my friend we plan a friend a friend can plan uh, we're going to have a little party but i go okay i'm not going to be a party pooper i know that i'll use two three days to recover but then i say but well you go into it with i that go knowledge. into it with that yeah. knowledge and i say to <coughs> my family that it's going to be I'm going, you know, you know how I am. I'm going to, so, so they don't hassle, hassle me and they don't, you know, torment me because I, I do this every once in a while, like a couple of times a year. We do that, Water? You know? Yeah. And then I can go with my friends and we can have some brews and we can have some fun and play some golf and, and do what we do. And I don't have to be that, that, that. So you, per, you portion it yeah. according to how you want your 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 day to go i try to function in the in the world right exactly that's a healthy view that's a healthy way of looking at it it it, i think it's healthy it's it's not uh, problem free i mean sometimes i take this beer too many and i'm like oh my god you know and i can look at my friends and they they're up the next day just getting about their business yeah I don't know why that is, but I sometimes I I used spent a week, you know, getting ah. to back into the saddle, you know. So, so that's time consuming. It is very time consuming. Energy so, consuming. So when it comes to like parties like that, I choose very consciously and very carefully. And most of the time I say no thank you. I I can't make it. But but when it's the important parties the ones that i know is the glue in our in, in our gang and yeah. that are important yeah. that i really should participate in for the social aspect for the social to, to solidify your bonds yeah maybe uh, i need to solidify my bonds a little more because i'm i i i stay away from parties i'm just not uh i'm not <laughs> i'm not comfortable no me in that in, in those situations i um even when I perform, whether it's my stand-up or music, when I'm done, I'm looking for an ex- exit relatively quick. Yeah. I'm not one who hangs out no. and, and, and no. yeah, I can't, I can't do that. No. I understand. Very. I'll even, and here's something I need to work on because I do this consistent, consistently. I employ a certain amount of trickery to get out of those situations. Can I have some? Uh, yeah, sure, sure. Here we go. I'll just... That's an iPhone, right? That's an iPhone, yeah. I just need some... Um, 
battery power here. Cause I'm, You've been talking a long time. I bet you. That, I, you think you I think we set a record. This is the longest podcast yeah. I've ever had. Well, you, you must have very patient listeners if well, they're going to sit through all this. Well, I, I you know, I, I don't. How do I put this? You don't have any listeners. No, I, I actually, since I, I did an episode, episode 28, this will be episode 50. Oh, so, oh so you got some. And episode 28 going. went semi viral. That's what got me on the Norwegian wow. morning, uh, cool. morning news program because cool. of that one episode. And since then, yes. things have just kind of exploded. So there's some doors that have been opened because of that. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, I like, I like to talk with people as i'm talking with you now and let the conversation go where it goes mm. and that means the subject matter can be quite dynamic within the same discussion and then the time issue is just what it is we yeah. talk as long as yeah. we talk and i'm be. counting on my listeners thinking as i do when it comes to that that they will you know and i don't mind if they if they don't have time i know people don't have time to sit and listen to a three and a half hour conversation in one sitting but break it up, yeah, you know, listen yeah. to it on your way to work for a half hour, listen to it on your way home for a half hour. Maybe you wait until Saturday when you're cleaning the house and you've got it going in your headset. Yeah. So people, people get through it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get through it. My favorite podcasts are like, you know, waking up with Sam Harris or the dark horse with Brett Weinstein or something. And, oh, uh, I love that one. Yeah. Brett Weinstein. Uh, wow. I'm glad Some you know about stuff. him. Yeah, absolutely. His brother too. Yeah, Brett yeah. and Eric, and 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 also Daniel Schmachtenberger. If you know about him, I know the name. I'm not familiar. Yeah. With this so so these are names that people that listen to this podcast really should should uh, Google and 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 because I think that. They're some of the mo the best ideas. Also, Charles Eisenstein yes. is a man for people to check out with a lot of really good suggestions on moving forward. I think podcasting, when it started, my understanding was that it was a short thing, 15, 20 minutes, maybe a half hour. Mm. But I do believe it has metamorphosized into this thing where people will break it up yeah. and listen to it in bits. Yeah. And that's kind of what I'm counting on. It seems to be working. People are giving me feedback saying that they're sticking with it and they listen to it in, on the way in, on the way home from work, and then again on the weekends. Mm. So be it. Mm. But my average length is about an hour and a half. Mm. Yep. So now this, is, is, this is probably double that. It is what it is. <laughs> it is but, but we've talked about more, mostly music and spirituality probably, but but I mean for me it's interconnected or it's, it's separable, inseparable actually. And Can you say that you are in a sense an evangelist through your music? In other words, no. people... In other, I, I don't like that let me, word let me, let, me let me classify it then. Let me take away that word evangelist. Can you say that because you play the music that you play and then people become interested in your music and then they become interested in you, the artist who made that music, and then they see aspects of your life that interest them, which might... Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Th Let's drop that word evangelist. That's a little harsh. That, yeah. Because that's a, that's the it's a two-edged sword that you it know you, using yourself as the product. Yeah. You know, yeah. because I don't like exposure. And that's the irony of it, you know? Well, I was kind of getting into that with me saying I'm not a party person and I'm yeah. always looking for an exit after I perform. I want to perform and I put my yeah. myself out there. Yeah. But as soon as I'm done with that, the shyness, the introvert side of me comes in and I need to get out. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want it to be about me. 
No. I, I want it to be about my experience. Yeah. And and people. So you're sharing your experience through your art. Yeah. 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 And 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 when people, I see people reacting to my music, saying that they become present. Yes. That's the biggest compliment I can get. You know, if I because I want to create space. That is basically the 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 the, the, the what a shaman does. He creates, or a healer does, is creating space for healing to take place. And that's what you're doing through your music? Yeah, because the, many people think that, oh, he's a shaman, he's got skills, and he's doing this, and he's, he's doing something. No, being, being a healer is not about doing something. It, it is about letting, understanding something, yeah. and then letting something happen. Exactly. That's what it's all about. Yeah. So you're actually, when I'm in a healing situation... I feel God in every every pore of my body. You know, I feel God, but I'm not doing anything. No. I'm just being a channel. I'm just making space for healing to take place. And you've done the 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 pre work, so to speak, by doing what it takes in order that you are receptive to that moment. You're prepared for that moment. Yeah. So you, you have to crash about- and burn like yeah. several times, <laughs> like multiple times, like on like at, at the at, at the. To the point where you go, I want to hang myself now. And there's and there's the pain of the third dimension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to kill myself now because I can't take it anymore. And and then you go, on, but I can't kill myself because I have responsibilities and I have a son and I have a lot of things. Uh, and uh, I have uh, many friends who didn't make it. Yeah. Now I'm that old. I can look back and say, well, I've, I've got three, four people that I yeah that that took their own lives and and I'm not judging anything people say oh that's cowardice and this and that and i'm not saying who are you to say anything if you've never been at that place in your life where you're considering taking it i think you should shut the fuck up yeah you know to say it straightforward absolutely sorry pardon my french but i don't i I don't have (laughs) this uh, we speak speak french here yeah that's 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 cool (laughs) because that's that's like um have you seen Doug Stanhope's uh, stand-up on nationalism? No, I don't think so. Ah, that's fantastic. When he talks about, uh, you know, uh, the French. Fuck the French. If it weren't for you, you'd be all speaking German by now. Us? That was you and me, Bobby? We saved the French? <laughs> now, I remember we went into that Wendy's drive-in yesterday because we saw this this poster, this alluring commercial for, for this new burger. But, and I can remember we've been wasting, wasted going through that drive-in and we didn't have enough money, so we just had to, to, had to leave it all behind and go out there and we drank some Jägermeister and watched sports bloopers later. But, but I can't remember... Can't cr- through the trenches of Verdun. I've been checking my pants and there's no mud uh, stains on them. <laughs> you know what I think, Bobby? I don't think we did fuck all about saving the French. Saving the French. And I think you and I should just shut the fuck up. Well, That's yeah. basically Doug Stanhope's That's basically. <laughs> uh, take on nationalism. And it applies to everything. People take credit for a lot of stuff, you know? 
Why do you take credit? Oh, we were one for us. We we did that. That was us. No, it wasn't. Oh. You didn't do shit. You just sat there and, and voted for some people who, who took a selfish, ego, uh, egoistic uh, uh, solution to to make more money yeah. and, and and hope that you don't notice that they're getting richer and you're getting well, poorer. Well, money, money and uh, financial gain is actually, actually at the root of a lot of things that are interpreted as charity. Yeah. In other words, that ego is there and people want to look good. So that's why they do this yeah. and the other, yeah. not because they have the benefit of others in mind. No. Uh, it's a sad fact. It's, simple. it's a it's sad a, reality. It's a sad reality, but we're waking up to it. I think so. Uh, yes, we are. That's what's going on that right now. Back, yeah, that goes back to what I said about the new uh, political change that exactly. I think is going to come in November. Exactly. Yeah. And then we see, well, I ain't doing this no more. Oh, but we're, oh, we need you to, to keep continuing doing, uh, being this mindless sheep that you've always been. Yeah, but I ain't that no more, you see. I've woken up. So I ain't doing that. You know, I'm, I'm not jumping at your command anymore. I'm not doing this. Well, then I won't have any more power. No, exactly. exactly. That's the Hello. whole point of it. <laughs> A new reality. Yeah. Yeah. Well, where does the power go? The power goes to everybody. Yeah. Because that's where it's supposed that's to be. That's where it was meant to be. Meant to be. To the community, and to that, everybody. That is the true foundation of the United States that people have come so far. There's a lot of people screaming that they are patriots, and they're not. I think they've lost sight of what the United States was supposed to be. Yeah. That division, or I'm sorry, that uh, distribution of power among the people. Some people, don't, they don't even know why we celebrate 4th of July, exactly. some people. It's, it's, exactly. it's just become this monster, this Frankenstein monster of, of stuff. And in the bottom of it all is the fear. The fear of losing your identity. Yeah. And this is one thing I want to talk about before we finish that, that is really important now. People, oh, you got to drop this. You're using the Confederate flag and you're doing this and you're doing that. Well, at least here in Norway, the Confederate flag has just been a symbol that says, I love um, the Southern American music and culture. And it's about being a rebel and drinking beer. And, but it's, it's got nothing else connected to it. Now, in the States, that's a whole different thing. But we have to see what's what here, you know? Okay, well, it, it, it's, it's not cool using this flag anymore. Well, why? Well, here's why. Oh, most people will go, well, damn, I understand that. Well, but I have so many good times connected with this symbol that means something else to me. Well... I can understand that, but you have to let that go. That's the way to deal with it. Instead yeah. of going, what are you doing with that flag? Let me, let me ask because you Because then though. you'll just go... I, told, I totally understand that. I, I even agree with what you're saying. But let me ask you this then. When... Oh, here in Norway, I see people fly the Confederate flag. And to yeah. me, it's bizarre. Yeah. But okay, as, as you say... People associate it with something totally different over here. Yeah. And I understand that. Yeah. But how do, do they have any responsibility to understand why, uh, in particular, a black American would look at that flag? Sure. And. Sure. 
and have the and, and have a and have a reaction. Sure, but you don't get them to understand that responsibility by screaming at them and calling exactly. them names. They're and there, not. And there's there's a highlight on the importance of dialogue and yes. discussion. And there's too little of that happening. It's it's. Um, so saying, what are you flying that flag? Are you idiots? I saw this Facebook. I commented. Yeah, about exactly. This. That's the wrong way to approach like, it because right away you put the person in, uh, you stamp them with that yeah, word idiot, and yeah. you put them in a position of conflict instead of a position of understanding yeah. and discussion. It's like, yeah, oh, 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 you're still flying this flag. Hey, buddy. Yeah. You got yeah. five minutes. Yeah. Do you want a cigarette? Yeah. Let's go for a walk. I'll tell you something. Yeah. And you come back from that talk, and it's like, whoa, man, I didn't know all this. Exactly. Thank you for sharing. I'm going to go and pack down that flag uh, this minute, you know? See, I would, I would that's like, the way to do it. And that's the way I would approach it as well, is, is have a discussion about it, and then stand back and let that individual make their own decision. And if they decide to continue to fly that flag, okay, well, you know... That's that's their thing. Th then we'll have to think about different strategies. Exactly. But going off on that wartime strategy as your first uh, in initiative is is that's so destructive. It's very destructive, especially when you put it in the context of us all being pure love and all yeah. being God experience. Well, we see it. Himself. We see it happening left and right in the in the United States. You know, uh, someone mentions that they're a Democrat. Oh, you idiot! Yeah. You libtard! Idiot. Yeah. And right away, the labeling and the conflict and yeah. the and, and the, the duality. Yeah, you yeah. Know, and you it's, get it's, the polar, and it's so destructive. So the word that I used to to kind of summarize the way I look at the word is the word non-duality. Ah. yeah. So nothing is separate from anything else yeah yeah it, the separateness of things is just an illusion the separateness of humans that we're not connected physically doesn't mean we're not connected yeah. so just because we can't see what connects us doesn't mean it's not real just exactly. like air yeah we can't see air but we feel it. But we're we, definitely influenced by it. We definitely yeah, use it. It's yeah, there. Yeah. And yeah. so it's with the energy that connects us with the field of love. The uh, people, what, what are you talking about? Can people say? And I can say, well, how many times have you wandered into a room and you felt a vibe? Either good or bad. Oh, strange vibe in this room. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah. This is the energy that we disperse without thinking about it. It comes from what we're thinking and the way we carry ourselves. Right. So we, if we sit with a lot of toxic thoughts, a lot of self-destructive thoughts or thoughts that are destructive towards other people, this energy will resonate out of our being and it will put its mark on the space around you yeah yeah so be aware of that and that is a testament to how you should carry yourself how you should get up every morning and how you should get to bed every morning and doing that in alignment with love and compassion and and beauty yeah because if you do that you'll stay in the light And if you stay in the light, you don't have any problems with what Christianity calls sin. Because it's not an issue. Because, because it's not an light. issue, because yeah. you're in the light. So you will never make decisions 
that will put you in a compromised situation. Exactly. You will say, oh, no, I don't know, but I want to go down here. That's such a well-thought-out way of putting this. Mm-hmm. You, you, you ever consider writing a book? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, actually, when I look into the future, I don't see myself as often on stage playing guitar as I maybe do talking. I see. And and I'd love to write a book and I'm uh, I'm starting to get the contours of what it might be. Um, I was talking to Kim Fairchild a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. Um, great singer. Yeah, she I I love her to death. I was fortunate enough to be uh, able to sit in on a session that she did and oh, just to fantastic. watch her in the vocal booth doing her thing, yeah. much less listening to it, but just yeah. watching her confidence and her control. It's, just, it's, it's amazing. Mm. Shout out to Kim Fairchild. Yeah, hi, Kim. Um, but she uh, has been working on a book. I can't wait for this book to come out. It's going to oh, come out very shortly. Cool. And she's so fearless. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to expose what her book is going to be about, don't. but it is a, it is a testimony in fearlessness. Mm. Uh, awesome. Even even the way she pitched it for the publishing company was fearless. I, I love that woman. She is, you want to talk about living in the light. She is such a spreader of joy. Mm. Um, she, she, she falls under this umbrella of thoughts and concepts that you're discussing right now. She's very much like you without mm. calling herself a Taoist or anything but she thinks very much in the same way that you do. That's so great to hear. And, and, and just to be, it's not uncommon just to be clear about that. I don't identify my, my identity does not come from Taoism. No, my identity comes from being a part of God experiencing himself. But on the road to this understanding, Taoism was uh, instrumental. Right. in making me see a lot of things I hadn't seen before. It's part of you. It's not you. It, it has shaped you. It's, it's shaped part your... of my human. It's yeah. part of the human part of me. Yeah. Yeah. Not that we have human being. We're a human being. So we're doing the human thing all the time, which is learning and living and, and, yeah. and, and experiencing. But we forget about the being. Uh, and the being part is the God part. Is It's just the awareness of presence and the and when you realize that i am actually everything there's no separation between me and the trees i see and the nature i see well how can you say that well you have to go into presence yeah if you're in in alignment with the present moment that is what comes up that is the shift that you get into. It's, yeah. not, it's not an intellectual thing. No. It's not something. It's just that, oh, I'm that tree now. So if you don't feel that, you're not in the present moment. You're intellectualizing something. I see. I see. Yeah. 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 So, so, so it's, it's impossible. Like, again, back to the Bible, the word is, is not only with God, the word is God. So all these words are the finger pointing at the moon. You have to find the moon with your own eyes. Yeah. Stop looking at the finger. Stop looking at the finger. What a conversation, man. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I applaud you in 
Oh, thank you. And, and you're spread, you're, you are a spreader of joy. <laughs> I knew you would be. I had a gut feeling, instinct. I don't know what you call that. Uh, 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 being in the light, I don't know what it is. But I knew our conversation was going to be like <laughs> this. Um, there's just some things that you know. You feel it and yeah. it manifests itself. Yeah. Well, my uh, pleasure, John. It's been awesome, so really. You you have another appointment to, uh, to go to now. Yeah. It's now it's my turn to my time to uh, take a, a bathroom break. So we have to cut this. <laughs> we have to cut this conversation short. Yeah. But I um, I just want to thank you for this conversation. I I say this to uh, to my guests, not all of them, but most of them. Um, there's people I know. There's people I associate with, and then there's people that I can call brother or sister. I'd mm -hmm. like to call you brother. Yo, you're my brother too, man. Uh, I, I, love you. I love you, man. I love you I love too, you, dude. Man. <laughs> Thanks a lot for coming in. Espen, Thank you for having me. Espen Jurgensen. Bye, everybody. I'm coming home. I'm coming home. I'm, yes, I am. Yes, I'm coming home. I'm coming home, yes I am